I made the fade famous, the chain famous. QB on my chest, master stainless. Amazing grace, I'm gracefully aging. Without misery, I made more paper to play with. No rap in my playlist. So dumb on my diction. Hold on. Flames. On a Tuesday. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. I don't mean to do it like this, but shit get deep out here for real. Let's go. I made the fade famous, the chain famous. QB on my chest, master stainless. Amazing grace, I'm gracefully aging. Without misery, I made more paper to play with. No rap in my playlist. So dumb on my day shift. So can I breathe? Can I walk? Can I speak? Can I talk? Can I floss without you wanting me? I'm on the chunk. Family gossiping, pocket watching him. Jealousy keeps blossoming. Ill it invites me in. Cause you are not a king if you can't come out of thing that you got yourself in. Claiming nobody helping The stupidest part of Africa Produced blacks that started algebra Proof facts Imagine if you knew that as a child bro. Nostalgia How I remember things Remember crowns Remember kings They want your reign to cease You're a king You will be next to me Doing your own king Most definitely What's Say less when I speak Y'all extra to speak Respecting my kings only Address me as chief Invested in things only a vet would Only lame strong kings That's expected from creeps You mad at my And any woman with interest in me You could've made it It was good Looking all the time wasted Now you gotta retract statements Should've stuck to the basics All you had to do was tell the truth like For faith You should want every brother to make it out For brothers want trophies They troll for clout Come on, Flames. Let's go. You ain't as ill as you think. Talk about it, Tuesday. I'm pressing the hood. Fix your gyms up. I'm on top. Stop fighting it. Yo, stop with the over-righteousness. It's so... Woo! That's getting too deep for y'all, but now it's time for the national anthem. Can you stand for the national anthem, please?
cultured beyond one word to get that skincare that is vegan, that is hyperallergenic, that is made from all natural flavors, okay? <laughs> um, please check him out. Good skincare. Once I, I'm going to start doing some videos and demonstrating some of um, the products that I use from Culture Beyond that I'm sure that you all will love to use as well. But in the meantime, go and check him out on Instagram at Culture Beyond. Okay. Uh, anybody that has anything to say, y'all already heard my disclaimer. I'm going to apologize to absolutely no one. This is the Hot Dog Experience. I'm your girl, Kiwi305. And uh, I said what I meant. I meant what I said. And that's how I work over here. That's how we work over here. We keep it real. We're unapologetically black. We're unapologetically ratchet. We're unapologetically real. That's who we are. We're unapologetically, unapologetically intelligent. I won't dumb myself down. Now we have a little fun over here. Don't, 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 don't get it twisted. This is your one-stop pod to be entertained, engaged, and informed. And I have just informed you that anyone who feels like the black national anthem is divisive. You just been informed that uh, we we don't believe you. You need more people. You just been informed exactly what it is. It is to to bring together. It is a celebration of togetherness, of wholeness, of getting broken pieces and putting them together to be whole again. That's what it is. And the reason I know y'all say, "Oh, she," I know, I know, Djons, I know how Djons, I know Kiwi. She's saying this for a reason. Yes, I am because this past weekend, I'm sure. You all are familiar with the holiday that was celebrated on, well, it fell on Sunday, and I'm sure for most um, banks and companies that did um, honor it, they did honor it, uh, well, federal, that is, on Monday, okay? And it was the 4th of July, okay? Um, here in South Florida, uh, there were some shows, I think, in Brown, but in Dade, there were a lot of them that, who did not do it as a tribute to um, the the families um, of the Surfside um, condominium collapse of the Chamberlain Towers, which we do all keep them in our prayers, those families of people that are still missing. I think the count is up to 28 now, so they're still looking for another 119, so please keep those families in your prayers. Um, but that being said, as you guys know, when 4th of July comes, it's usually a big celebration. You have a lot of different TV shows that come on, that celebrate, and that reminds you of um, exactly of what the holidays uh, entail, what it's about, where it started, um, why we should all celebrate. And, you know, we come together as a nation and we set off fireworks and, you know, kumbaya and eat hot dogs and uh, barbecue and have a good time. And um, just like the pastor said on Sunday, which uh, it actually surprised me, but it tripped me out at the same time. The sermon was, what's Independence Day to a slave? Huh? Do we need to, sip? We need to take a sip? We ain't sipping and stirring. I'm, I'm sipping on some water. It's Tuesday, okay? If y'all want to sip and stir, you go right ahead. But uh, I'm on that agua, the H2O. <laughs> but as he said, what is the Independence to a slave? Not to mention the fact that um, our favorite lady, who always seems to be reclaiming all of her time, whether you like it or not, Miss Maxine Waters, she had something to say. They have decided to say that she was dragging uh, 4th of July. I don't think she dragged it. She just talked the truth. And see, here's the thing. It's a lot. Can, can we talk about it? 
This is Talk About Tuesday, right? And though this is your first time, Talk About Tuesday is just that. We pick out some trending topics, sometimes celeb gossip, sometimes a mix of all of it, and we talk about it, okay? So we're going to be talking about a couple of things that took place that, you know, in the words of, of my bro, uh, it might be on, depending, because I know he up there in age. <laughs> but no, real talk, uh, um, according to um, our boy out, um, your Hall. See, that's why I get to talking junk. I was messed up. To our boy your Hall, things to make you go, hmm. Things to make you go, hmm. So, Maxine Waters, you know, she stepped out here. And I told y'all, we had this talk last week. We had a good time. Those of you who didn't get a chance to check out Saturday Shenanigans, don't forget to check out Saturday Shenanigans on the podcast. We had a very good time. We also did a part two in video form on the YouTube channel. What you get on the YouTube channel for Saturday Shenanigans last week is not the same thing as the podcast. So you actually got two shows in one day. So please go to the YouTube channel, H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S. Like, share, and subscribe. Um, we did a, a breakdown with the Judge Joe Brown. And we did um, the City Girls, JT, the, and Lil Uzi Burr situation. We did a lot of things. So check that video out. And also check out the one with Wendy Williams about Kelvin Hunter um, possibly being married to the um, bottom bitch that he's been with all these, these last three years. Yeah, that was on the actual audio podcast that we released when we did some sipping and stirring. So it was very good. I want you guys to check it out. You really enjoy it. But I want to see if I could get to this article um, because they had so much to say about Maxine Waters. Y'all already know Maxine Waters. And I told y'all, when you reach over a certain age, when we get to that certain age, we reach over 60 and 70 and all that. Um, if God bless us to get to that age, we're going to be the same way. Let me let me just keep real. We're going to be the same way. We're going to tell it like it is. And it's going to be, we said what we meant and we meant what we said. I'm, I'm just starting my early. I'm just starting early right now. So you guys can get used to it. And they're going to be like, well, you know what she always say? She say what she meant. She meant what she said. Right. That part. Okay. So, Auntie said, July 4th, and so the Declaration of Independence says all men are created equal. Equal to what? What men? Only white men? Isn't it something that this was written in 1776 when African Americans were enslaved? They weren't thinking about us then, but we're thinking, but we're thinking about us now. Hello. Further, the, the, the Declaration of Independence says we hold these truths to be self-evident, yet 17 states have enacted voter suppression laws. Supreme Court gutted Section 5 of the Voting Rights Act. George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Michael Brown, Sandra Bland, Tammy Rice, all of this. Need I say more? And that was what she had posted on 4th of July. I told y'all, Pastor... Um, online, of course, didn't go to church um, in person, but uh, did go to um, virtual church. And shout out to Pastor uh, Reverend uh, Dewey Smith. And those of you who are, who are in the Georgia area, you know exactly who I'm talking about. He holds no bars, okay? He holds no bars. He holds no corners. He muzzles knots. And everything he says is out of the good old book. And he just keeps it 1,000. And 
I can tell you this. He sure was a bless, a bless up for the wreck up. Y'all know I love to say, let's bless it up before we wreck it up. He blessed it up before you go to wreck it up. He even said, you know, go ahead and enjoy your barbecue sandwich. And he said, drink what you want to drink, but just know. Okay? <laughs> so even the pastors on Sunday were preaching that good lesson. Now, why did I bring up about the... um? The, the the black national anthem being divisive because our girl Vanessa will is Vanessa Miss First Black America okay let me say it again Vanessa Miss First Miss um, Black of Miss America let me say it again Vanessa Miss First Black Miss America Williams okay right stuff Williams I'm dreaming Williams okay huh that is the one who they said was divisive. Miss um Italian, white Italian daddy and black mama. Huh. She was supposedly being divisive because she hosted the show on PBS that comes on every year for um 4th of July. And they wanted her to sing, which she did, the Black National Anthem. And it says the 4th of July performance of the song Lift Every Voice and Sing, known as the Black National Anthem by Vanessa Williams, has sparked controversy on social media. Some users called it divisive, while others said the backlash was ridiculous and showed support for the performance. And of course, you guys know, I love to get audio for you guys so I can like play you like tidbits of it, because we're allowed to show to play a certain amount. But um you would not believe I cannot find one video recording of that performance. Check that. Or oh, as they say, check that T. Okay? Couldn't find one. You can see the picture, but it's with no audio. It's just like a picture of her standing up there holding the mic. But it's not something where it's got a press plate. Williams told the Associated Press on July 2nd that it's in celebration of the wonderful opportunity that we now have to celebrate Juneteenth. So we are reflective of the times while promoting the show. The um, AP, which Associated Press reported the show, which has marked the 41 years on air, was broadcast to millions of viewers on PBS, as well as across streaming platforms and troops around the world. So I don't know if you guys got a chance to do it. I actually went to um, here locally to the Jerk Fest. I'll probably be doing a separate episode on that to go over some of the things that were at Jerk Fest are very good. I'm going to be doing um, that as well. So very excited to be bringing you guys that. So when you're in the area or if you're in the area at that time, then I can get you guys to come on and enjoy. You know, we outside, we out here. Me personally, I'm not, but I did go to that. <laughs> but we're going to see how that works out. But I'll definitely give you, um, but it was, it was excellent. It was, it was fun. But yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch it and I forgot to record it because I wanted to give you guys the actual, um, so that's my bad. I forgot to set it to record. Um, on the DVR. Now, Laverne Spicer, who is a Republican candidate for Florida's 24th Congressional District, tweeted Saturday, Vanessa Honey, a Black national anthem is something to, is something a Black African country will have, not a country like America that exists for everyone. Now, mind you, this, this bitch, yes, I'm going to go there today. I'm going to go there, I'm going to go a little hard. I just don't go too hard until we get to our fun fluffy Fridays and our Saturday shenanigans. But, I, I was looking at her like, um, Lauren, no damn spice. Lauren, no seasoning by Spicer. I'm, 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 what is your damn problem? What the hell are you talking about? And first of all, don't call her honey. Honey, 
Lauren Honey Spicer. Let me explain to you. The Black National Anthem has nothing to do with the African country anthem. It has to do with the, the Africans that built this damn country. So this is an African country. We built this city. We built this bitch on rock and soul. You feel me? That's what it's built on. It is what it damn is. That's why y'all out here right now trying to change the whole curriculums in the school system. Oh yes, we're gonna be getting on that, y'all. We're gonna be we're gonna be talking about a lot of things. But you're trying to get all of the the, the, the curriculum changed because you don't want the kids to realize what kind of nasty, snotty ass damn um, ancestors that you all came from. And you don't want to pay our reparations, but we are coming for the reparations. That's something else we'll be talking about, too, coming in these very short next couple of days and weeks. So for you to jump on and try to talk condescendingly to her and call her honey, bitch, honey is in a damn job to come from a bumblebee and they go to damn poop. I ain't got shit to do with this grown black woman who was a mother and probably a grandmother by now, Vanessa Williams, to, to um address her as because she is singing the, the national the black national anthem and if it's a day of bringing the country together well, how better to bring the country together sing all the national anthems sing all the good songs that sing about the world and about this good old united states of america what's the problem what's the problem well you know what the problem is chickens are coming home to roost they can't handle the truth that's what the problem is Chickens coming home to roof and they can't handle the truth. So we'll sweep under the rug. Let's change the books. Let's not tell them. Let's let's let the kids think we're all we're all great. We're all together. When your ass won't even pass the George Floyd bill. Hello? 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 I'm I'm, I'm I think I'm about to call you out, Prez. I'm about to call you out, Cam. Because while y'all sitting up trying to come up with some damn door to door, knocking on somebody's door to find out if they did the hokey pokey and turn the damn round, and if not, to go down to the local pharmacy or local damn doctor's office, y'all need to be getting these damn rules passed. Because at the end of the day, AAPI got theirs. Um, um, the the um, the games got theirs. The game movement got theirs. They reparations and they and they treatment and they laws. Where's ours? Where for the black people? But we still sit up. We still shoot off the fireworks. We still wear the red, white, and blue. We still say the happy 4th of July. We still. We still. Hey, man, at the end of the day, we'll, we'll find any reason to throw some damn ribs or some, and some burgers and some um, chicken on the grill, okay? <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for another holiday for us to get some damn grill, some grub on, okay? But I digress. Um, Lauren Spicer wasn't the only one with her raggedy ass, and I want you all in Florida here with us pay attention. She is in the 24th Congressional District, so wherever the hell she is, she's a candidate. Lauren, I want y'all to remember that name, Laverne Spicer. Remember, Laverne, you're a divisor, and you are not getting vote for Spicer. Okay, we despise our you, Spicer. So remember that name, Laverne Spicer. Okay. Then you got Carmen Sabia, a conservative writer-editor who also tweeted on Saturday, this is ridiculous, there is no Black America, there is no Black National Anthem, as there is not a Black nation. There is one nation under God. Everything this woke culture does is something to divide us. 
I will not be watching as you create racism. So let's get this straight. You steal a people from their country in 1619. You steal the land and then you stole the people to build the land. And then once they built the land and then they wanted to be free and wanted to reap some of the rewards of their labor, as the Bible says, okay, you turned around and wanted to beat them down. And then when they were no longer enslaved per the law, you made a group of them believe that they were still slaves until they found out in June of 1865 they actually were free and were no longer slaves. And then when they all came out and they came up with this damn song that said, lift every voice to sing till earth and heaven ring, ring with the harmonies of liberty, ring with the harmonies. Harmonies mean to bring something together, something to work together, something to sound great together, right? That's what a harmony is, right? So if that's the case, where the hell in that song do you hear anything about division? Where the hell in that song do you hear anything about racism? It say lift every voice and sing. The same way your raggedy ass declaration said that every man and that it was um, witnessed that you could that it was happening when it damn wasn't. Really? Really? So I want y'all to pay attention to that name too, because like I said, elections are coming up. And these are the people y'all need to pay attention to. Luckily, that she's a writer editor, but let's watch to see how she writes in her damn. Let's find out what what um paper or whoever she writes for. Carmine Sabia, S A B I A. Let's see what she writes for. Okay, my issue is singing on Juneteenth. This singing two national anthems, I think, is another way to divide us. Two Americas, two anthems, more separation, and that does not bring unity. By definition, it cannot. Does it bring unity for us to ask for our boys and our, our young men and our husbands and our uncles and our fathers and our brothers like to be shot down like damn dogs? Is that unity? Is it unity for us to ask you to reform your damn police departments and make them be held accountable for the law and do not protect their pensions, do not suspend them with pay, so you basically put them on pay vacation while they uh, for murder? Can we can we do that? Is that creating unity? I just want to know. I'm asking for a fucking friend. Sabia. I'm asking for a friend. We'd like to know, sweetie. Is that what brings unity? Singing on Juneteenth. Now y'all gonna start. That's gonna be the next thing. Now singing on Juneteenth. But guess what? All of you, even if you don't have a federal job, because like I told y'all, I didn't really agree with it going to be a federal. I wanted to be to the point where it was a national holiday and you just off. Like uh christmas yeah and even christmas y'all try to take that away until thank god for a pandemic yes i said that for that part because people were able to stay home and spend the holidays with their families because you had taken that away you had taken that away for thanksgiving you had taken it away for christmas you were opening the damn malls and the stores up on five o'clock all damn thanksgiving day and tell people they had to come in to work and leave their families on christmas day so y'all could get the extra bag to not pay your staff and then once everything happened and, and um everything had to close once it reopened and your staff found who they really are because yes there has been an increase in black businesses the highest increase of black business that there's been in 25 years during this pandemic. During this pandemic, more black businesses open than it has been in 25 years. Know your worth, hone your skills, and use that skill to pay your bills. That's what the Bible says. You will get a gift that you can use to live by, that you can eat off of. That's what he said. Everybody has one. 
You didn't know you were good at, you knew you were good at frying chicken, but you ain't know that everybody would want those chicken wings and them fries and that you could sell it and send it out on DoorDash and now you all have your own restaurant. You didn't know that you being good with your hands and making those braces and now people love those braces and now you're selling them and you have you a Shopify. You didn't know that your good eye for fashion would turn into you a nice little fashion line that you could sell online through an online boutique. You didn't know that your, your, Pitching for decorating would turn around and help you to help people with virtual decorations and and all this great stuff and selling decorations. You didn't know that your pension for nails and and um with this pandemic that once the DIY came back, the do it yourself came back, that you were able to sell press on nails that were already designed because you were good with drawing designs and you just created that. You didn't know that until this, did you? Did you? No, you didn't, did you? But once you were put in that corner, you found out that you could get out that corner by doing what? Using the gift that God gave you. Yes. Yes. So, Miss Abia, I would love to see you, Miss Singing on Juneteenth. Um, there was an author, host, and comedian, Tim Young, who tweeted, nothing will unite us more as a nation than separate but equal national anthems on Saturday in a reaction to the announcement of the performance. This isn't unity. It's division, Young wrote in another tweet alongside a video reacting to the announcement. These people have lost their flipping minds. At this time, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to return so we can finish up with Vanessa Williams and move on to our next lovely topic, which is Rachel Nichols. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about it Tuesday. We're going to be talking about some things. Again, this is the Hot D. Johns experience. I'm your girl, Hot D. Johns, a.k.a. Kiwi305. Please like, share, subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Google Podcasts on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. Also, don't forget that we are on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And we're also on YouTube now. So follow us on YouTube at H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S. And then also like the YouTube channel, which is going to be our backup channel, The Hot D. Johns Experience. That's H-O-T-D apostrophe J-O-H-N-S Experience. As well as the Facebook page, which is brand new. And we have something coming to you all very special, um, very shortly. So um, and thank you all for your patience. And please follow and like that page so you can all be ready, set, go when we do go. And that's at um, the Hot D. Johns Experience on the Facebook page as well. That's H-O-T-D apostrophe J-O-H-N-S. And that is experience. Okay, so to finish up about, because um, I don't, I don't want to continue reading what these bad-ass bastards said, all these different people. Um, but basically that's what it was. They felt that it was being divisive. Now, this is a young lady who was, like I said, the first black Miss America who they couldn't let her have that in peace because the bastards at penthouse, when she was working as an assistant, when she first came to, went to LA and things of that nature or New York, I think it was, and she took the pictures. Um, it, I think it was topless and it was like silhouette pictures. And it was about no big deal. They never published them. When she was crowned Miss America, this bastard waited like two weeks later and decided that they were going to post these pictures. And the bastard, and then uh, I think the um, Giacone or something like that, Giacone, I think, let me look it up. 
that was the name of the guy that owned Penthouse Magazine at the time. He claimed that it was no moral decision. No fucking duh. No duh, sir. We know there's nothing moral about that. You couldn't let the girl live. You couldn't let her eat without you turning around and trying to defeat her with the bullshit. But still she rose. Still she rose. Actress, singer, Broadway, movies, everything. Shout out to Soul Food. Shout out to all the plays she's done. Shout out to the right stuff. Okay? Shout out to Vanessa Williams. Okay? Period. So, they released these pictures that the photographer had taken. And the man said that um, it was just a business decision at the time. And I just couldn't believe that these were pictures she had taken two years prior to the pageant. She went into the pageant in 1984. She won in 1985. And then they released it two weeks later. So she has overcome something that was definitely racist. Because you had to do something to try to bring her down and to try to... Um, and, and which they actually did. They actually took her crown. They demoted her and they made, I think the girl Susan Plachette, if I'm not mistaken, was her name. They made her, who was the runner-up, who was also black. So you didn't stop anything. Who was also black. And she, you know, took over the rest of um, the reign for that year from Miss America. So, yeah. They out here in these streets talk about Vanessa Williams as being divisive. She did move forward with the performance. Um, for what I hear, it was very nice. She did a very good job. And for those of you who don't didn't realize it, a lot of your favorite places, including little restaurants and stuff like that, was closing at 8 o'clock in observance of 4th of July. Did y'all catch that? I don't know. I bet you didn't. But I sure did. I was seeing everything. Oh, it's 4th of July. The hours may vary. Oh, 4th of July, hours may vary. Then you saw signs on certain doors as an observance for 4th of July. We will be closing early. Really? So I want my people to know since they are, since, since this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing, right? So what we're doing? This is what we're doing. Okay. So since this is what we're doing, what we're going to be doing is whether you're a federal employee or not, Juneteenth and Martin Luther King Day are your holidays. Period. Those are your holidays. Okay? Tell them how they sent you. Tell them, tell them I sent you and um, go ahead and give you them a good eight hours off without using your PTO. <laughs> Period. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, are you serious? She's being divisive. Are you idiots? I, I, I'm like, unreal. I want you all to pay attention, though. Pay attention, Flames, because it's only going to get better from here. I don't want to say worse. It's only going to get better from here. Okay? So let's move on to our next uh, topic that I want to discuss tonight. It's a lot of stuff I want to discuss. Shout out to the Phoenix Suns. I'm going to give y'all another shout out. You know, the NBA final starts tonight. And... Uh, we got the Phoenix Suns, who I told you guys, here comes the sun. Do-do-do-do. I told y'all that they were coming, and it's all right. Okay? <laughs> here comes the sun. Do-do-do-do. I told y'all, look out for them babies. Devin Booker, look out for DeAndre Aiden, and look out for that big, that, that big baby, CP3333. He needs to get it. Because he's the only one in his crew that don't have a ring. LeBron got a ring. 
D-Way got a ring. You the only one that be jumping on the damn boat and going to San Tropez and L.A. and Italia and everywhere else eh, on the summertime breaks and that don't have a ring. And it's been in there for about 16, 17 years. So let's root on for because Giannis, the, you know, Bambi, I call him Bambi because ain't no, that ain't no buck. That's Bambi the damn beer, okay? Uh, um, he got he got time, okay? He got time. We need CP3 to go ahead and get his, help these little boys get over this hump, and then he can retire in peace, okay? So that being said, everybody was excited. You know, CP3 and you got Giannis, so it's kind of like everybody who everybody thought was going to be in there after Kawhi got hurt and after LeBron got hurt. You know that the big kahunas really wasn't going to make it through because – we all know that all the money goes to them on their teams, and they do have some good players on their teams, but the bench is not deep enough um, when you have a lot of injuries. And especially with the shortened season that they've had, they've had that shortened season due to the uh, pandemic and everything happening. So they did a quick turnaround. It caused a lot of injuries. Um, you know, I don't know if people realize the wear and tear I do because I have two sons that play basketball and I actually coach basketball. Um, rec ball when they were growing up, I started them out and then, you know, you turn them on over to those, those coaches that, um, no, you know, know a little bit more than you do, you know, that's, that's out there and that's really doing it, you know, for a living. And that being said, the conditioning, the training, the, the running up and down the course, I don't know if people realize because they're not wearing pads and not getting slammed into on Sundays, um, actually, you don't realize they're just as the physicality and the risk for injury is just as great in basketball as it is in, 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 in football. The only one that you can only sport that you can really truly play and don't think of injuries like that, not major injuries, would be baseball, unless it's some kind of freak accident, and um golf. And that's because they have little to no actual contact. Um, if they do fall on the grass when trying to jump and catch a, a, a fly ball, okay, that's one thing. But imagine being up in the air, going to shoot somebody, bump you or somebody shove you, you come falling down out of control and you hitting a hard ass wood floor. And then you still got to get up and keep running like ain't nothing hurt. But trust me, that next day, you're barely able to get up. That's why they have to rush and go and so. But that being said, you know, don't get me on my sports. I'm, I'm a sports fanatic. But that being said, Kudos, you know, in the NBA finals started. So everybody was concentrating on that. They're getting ready for the finals. There are a lot of people that don't watch it during the year, but they'll watch the finals because they say it's more exciting, whatever, same game. But I digress. And, of course, this year, being the year that it is, of course, we had to get us some good, juicy, um, we're going to call it, we're going to go in and call it tea, but we're going to call it exposure. Because I told you guys, 2020 was the year of uh, perfect vision and 2021 is the year of full exposure and a lot of people that you know put themselves out there and acted like they were all good with with certain things okay they were not and now it it was you know it came out on espn's uh rachel nichols now those of you who've been watching the games you know rachel nichols she's on the jump she's the white lady with the red hair she's on with uh perkins um and it's another guy that's on there but they all co-host this this sports show together okay and the jump is mainly it's about basketball and i think football or whatever 
So this lady was caught on a recording basically talking about her co-worker who is black, who was asked, um, Maria Taylor, who was asked to do the NBA finals. And they had um, obviously offered Rachel to do the sideline as opposed to doing the, the in, in um, studio, the NBA finals. So she turned it down and she was like, basically on the um, video, I mean, on the uh, recording, like, I don't know what they're going to do, but I know what I'm going to do. Uh, I already told her what I'm going to do. Nothing. I ain't doing it. So that being said, let's see, I'm going to play the audio for you and let's see what you feel about what was said. Okay. Now she did an apology today. 
at first, you know, she was, you know, on the, uh, as you can hear on the tape, you know, look, man, she does everything. She knows sports. You know, she, she says she knows basketball. She does football. You know, and that's great. If you want her to give her, you know, give her more work, you know, because of your crappy history with, um, with, um, with, um, with diversity, then, you know, go ahead, but don't, you know, don't use me to do it. In other words, don't take no job for me to give to her because you want to look like you, you know, you got so many, you know, so much love for the black female that you're going to put her on every little major thing. Like, don't take no food out of my mouth. Like, kudos to her. Yes, she do sports. Yes, she is good. But in the other, but this, but basically you said these words, Rachel. Yes, she's good. Yes, she knows all these sports. She's knowledgeable. But just don't take my job because she black. That's what the hell you just said. So basically, you you admit to the fact that she is a knowledgeable young lady, but then you turn around and say, but the only reason y'all gonna give her this is because she's damn black. And that you were on the other side of diversity because they didn't have many women. Now, here's the thing. Everybody knows that's been watching ESPN all these years. Who used to see on ESPN? I'm, do I need to say it? Who Can, can we talk about it? Let's talk about it. ESPN has always been the white Anglo-Saxon male on there giving the stats and ho, 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 ho. And somebody says some off, you know, off dry ass um, sarcastic humor. And then the moment somebody screws up and starts talking about a buck or, or something that was built and they were bred like that or whatever the case may be, they had to hurt and ship their ass off. And then you had to bring in like the coons of the, the Stephen A. Smiths or whatever. I was a Stuart Scott person. As a little girl, I was watching Stuart Scott because Stuart Scott knew all of the rap lyrics. He incorporated into the sports. It made sense when he when he talked and he explained, you know, the games. It was cool. He made it interesting. Stuart Scott was that dude. Stephen A. Smith came as an opposite to him. The Will Bonds, his tired ass, his big tired um, Tom and Jeff and tap dancing fat ass. And they ended up getting rid of him any damn way because he was just ridiculous. He was, he was the one that was out of control. Like, he would say stuff that made no damn sense that had anything to do with it. Like, when the stuff was going on with my peeps, um, Antonio Brown, and he would make little, little nasty, dirty-ass comments, it was almost like he was damn Cato from the underground. Like, really, bruh? So, I digress. So, now that it became a big issue... They decided that they're not going to even have her on the sideline now. So now it's because you didn't want to take the little sideline job after you knew that you was going, that you already knew that your competition or who else they were considering would be retail. So you just went ahead and just denied them. You know, just, I'm, I'm going to quit before you fire me type shit. Okay? You're going to tell them, no, you're not going to do the sideline. Like, you're going to try to force their hand and say, well, she doesn't want to go and do the sideline interviews. So I guess we'll just have to put Maria there. We'll put her in the studio. They wasn't going to do that because they obviously felt good about having Maria up there. That's why they was like, hey, how would you feel about doing the side? Why you ain't take one for the team, Rachel? Take one for the team. Now, Perkins said, Perkins that played on the um, Boston Celtics said that, you know, because he worked with her, that's his co-host or whatever, that, you know, he's never had an issue with her. He don't take, you know, he don't take it bad or whatever, and he knows she's a good person. So I want y'all to hear her apology, and you tell me if you feel it was sincere. School is don't be the story. 
And I don't plan to break that rule today or distract from a fantastic finals. But I also don't want to let this moment pass without saying how much I respect, how much I value our colleagues here at ESPN, how deeply, deeply sorry I am for disappointing those I hurt, particularly Maria Taylor, and how grateful I am to be part of this outstanding team. Well, Rachel, I want to say thank you. Thank you for accepting responsibility for your actions. You know, as someone that has known you for a long time, you know, being around you, you have treated me with the utmost respect, and you always made me feel comfortable in your presence. Um, and I know your heart. You know, great person, great individual. Um, I also know Maria Taylor, um, great person as well, very, very talented, hardworking, and I feel like she also deserves every opportunity that is presented her way. My only hope is that we have a commitment overall. Journalism school is don't be this overall to support each other through this process and continue to support each other through our journey. No, I, I agree with Perk. Let me first say this I fully support Maria Taylor. I've worked with her since I joined ESPN at Get Up and Countdown, and I, I've known Rachel for 20 years. Rachel and our entire group here have had some very difficult conversations over this time period, uh, and those conversations don't end here. We will continue to have uncomfortable conversations. No one ex is excused. She is not excused. I am not excused per, uh, this doesn't just go away, but we have to learn and understand it and become better for each other. Uh, and, and really through our actions more than anything. And, and that is our responsibility. And we all have a role in that. And that's something that I, I take pride in and I hold to myself and everyone to a very high standard. Well, thank you guys both for being with me here today. Thank you everyone out there for being with us here. Okay, so that was um, Kendrick Perkins, who is a retired basketball star, and Richard Jefferson, who's a retired basketball star, who are her co-hosts on The Jump, where they discuss the basketball, discuss sports topics and things of that nature, okay? So they basically gave her the little, you know, I've been working with you, I've been knowing you 20 years, you know, but at the same time, what I loved about Richard Jefferson's response was, you know, but... Basically, you know, everybody got to be held accountable for their actions. You know, she can't get away with it. We can't get away with it. Away with it. Nobody can get away with it. So I really appreciated his stance on it. I appreciated Kendra Perkins, too, because you all know. Can we talk about it? Y'all know that us and can't just get on there and vent and be so, oh, I'm frustrated. I'm disgusted. We can't do that. We got to take the high like, like, like I forever um, floaters. When they go low, we go high. And now we go high as a high hater, high hater. Yeah, when they go low, we say hi. Okay? Oh, hey. Yeah, that's what we do. So I heard her. It sounded like her voice was breaking and cracking and, and about to bust out of the crowd. But you ain't your voice wasn't breaking and cracking when you were being so defiant in that um recording, talking about, yeah, you know who they're gonna get that to, right? And you could tell this was definitely cafeteria talk, coffee room talk, whatever break room talk, because the guy was like, What, uh, Maria? What, give it to her full time? And then she goes, Yeah, Maria. Yeah, and, and, and you know, and I have nothing against Maria. I think she's great. You know, I, I have nothing against her, right? My mom said, my mom always tell me this. She said, when somebody says something, then they say, but when you hear a but, there comes a change. But causes the change. I was going to go, but. Hello? Can we talk about it? Hello, somebody? Hello? Hello? Can we talk about it? 
So, um, yes, you're going to apologize. You already don't put ESPN out there on Front Street and, and talked about their crappy history of um, diversity, and you was on it on the side of, as a female. But So, basically, you was on the side of it because they didn't have that many women on there, which was true. I remember at the time, I don't remember for a long time as a little girl watching ESPN ever see anybody black until like Stuart Scott I think Scoop Jackson would be on there as a commentary on some story or something like that um, I think it was TNT with Greg um, Greg Bryant that was that was uh, the guy from the guy from the Today Show his brother um, I remember as a little girl watching them and his brother Greg ended up being in the sports and he, but I don't think he was ESPN. I think that was TNT. So, yeah, I, I can't tell you anybody I can remember outside, like I said, growing up as I got older, Stuart Scott. And then Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith was cool. He used to talk his little, pop his little joint. And then all of a sudden, he turned into a, a straight tap damn dancer. We just, I don't know. It's like, damn, what happened to you? Used to be my homie. Used to be my ace. Now I got to slap the taste out your mouth. Huh? What happened to you, bruh? But um, M yeah, but ESPN said just so we can have a pleasant NBA finals and not to distract from you know this wonderfulness of CP3 um getting his groove on and, and being able to try to do some things, you know, it is what it is. So we say uh I hope everything works out for you, Rach. You know that that's what happens when you you try to get somebody ultimatum as if you are the one running the show and then they make sure your ass know you ain't really running the show whether it is for that or not now i've seen people making comments and saying oh well why is it um i wouldn't want well why is that a good thing that shouldn't be considered a good thing because i wouldn't want anyone to give me anything like that just because of the color of my skin or just because this one girl told me um just because i'm latin i wouldn't want it because i'm latin use a damn lie i know uh, the majority of your ancestors that came over here and they know they was getting those five years tax-free credit and assistance to buy a house and all of that shit when they since they came over here and with that wet foot, dry foot, they didn't say they didn't want to turn that down because they're Latin. Oh, I'm Cuban and I'm just getting off of this boat and my foot turned on the, on the sand because that same Haitian immigrant that comes over here and their foot touched that damn dry dirt. Did you see the ones? Did you see the Jamaicans that came the other week? They already set them to go back. But when them Cubans come over here and they touch land and they finally get in there and get the chrome and start speaking Spanish and then all of a sudden somebody pop up and they act like they didn't realize they was coming over here when your ass thought that you not paid that man to bring him over on the boat, allegedly. When that happens and you get um your green card and you get the social security number, then you go and you sit down and they tell you about how you have five years tax-free. Yes, people, I'm telling you, this was this was exposed by a federal agent years ago. An ICE agent exposed this. Five years tax exempt. They get that plus they get housing assistance. Not Section 8 type housing assistance, which is not the one with Section 8. They get housing assistance as in monies and resources to literally buy homes. Why the hell do you think they can come over here and in, within five years they have a house? Think about it. Watch it. Look at it. Watch it. Look at what happened to little Elion, the little, the little boy back in the day. Okay? Just let's keep it real. Okay. Don't, don't get me started. 
All right. I want to take a little quick moment right here and shout out this young man, 16 year old. Um, my heart is full. Curtis Lawrence, 16 years old, a uh, little genius. He's heading to college. He, you know, graduated early and he received a bunch of different schools of course they wanted you know full scholarships and he turned down Yale and Harvard and he will be attending FAMU shout out to the Rattlers huh shout out to the Marshall 100 huh shout out to that orange and green huh shout out to the the Rattlers you feel me let me tell y'all something I said it earlier this year and I and it's happening I said to my brothers and sisters, tell your smart kids, tell your athletes that this is the time now to choose a HBCU. Choose your HBCU and HBCUs get your shit in order. Okay. We already know they don't give you the same amount of funding. We already know that, that how they treat us, those schools, uh, even, but that's okay. All of the alma maters, um, all, all of your graduates, your auxiliaries, and all of them stand y'all ass up and go donate, go, go, go volunteer, and go back to those schools and build those schools up and make that the all the alumni. I need all of you right now is the time to show up and show out so that these these kids that are giving their HBCUs a chance, realize that they're going to get just as good, if not better education, just as good, if not better facilities, just as good, if not better accommodations than they would if they went to that, uh, that white Ivy League school, because that is what drove the students away from the HBCUs. And you know it, and I know it. Okay. As well as, especially with the sports. Okay. We need those guys to get there. Once those guys get there, you got guys that got um, drafted directly from HBCUs. I'm, I'm trying to think of the one that went to an HBCU, and uh, it's a, uh, a guy way back in the day. Oh my gosh! And he um, he was actually drafted. He was the the first to be drafted as a black quarterback. Oh my gosh! And I'm looking at the man's name. My dad would kill me right now. He'd be like, "Kiwi, you know that man. You know that man's name." And he would probably, oh, he would he kill me right now. But anyway, I remember in a minute. But yes, we have to do that. Shout out to um our boy Master P, whose son for went Alabama and he's going to TCU, a HBCU. I'm telling you, listen, y'all, it's it's happening. The revolution ain't gonna be televised, it's gonna be digitized. Hello, hello, somebody, hello. Can we talk about it? Can we talk about it? So Kudos to you, Curtis Lawrence. We are proud of you here at the Hotty Jaws Experience. Thank you for giving your HBCU a chance. HBCU, fam, you don't let them down. Don't let them down, baby. Okay. And we have one more spotlight. A South Carolina man um, repaired like 30 cars. Elliot Middleton. Hot D. Johns loves you. This is your spotlight for the day, brothers. We are spotlighting the brothers all this month. Spotlight a brother a day, okay? To keep the hate away. That's what we're doing in July. That's what that's what July is. Spot a brother, spotlight a brother a day, okay? If he's a good father, if he's doing something in his community, whatever the case may be, all black males, we need to do that for July, okay? So if you know a good black male that's doing something in his community, shout me out at hotdjohns at gmail.com so we can get him a spotlight and a shout out here 
on the Hot Dijon experience. Okay, I'm gonna take another quick break and then we're gonna bring it on in with our last couple of topics before we get ready to go start watching the NBA Finals. Okay, guys. So yes, definitely want to shout out those two um gentlemen, the young guy, the young man, and Elliot Middleton, who um, owns the barbecue place in um East Middleton, South Carolina. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm talking about East Village. I'm naming the, the, the I'm naming the city after him. Okay, that's in South Carolina. He owns a restaurant called Middleton and Maker Village Barbecue. So if you're in South Carolina, stop by there and give that man a shout out and give him some love. Um, in Aridaw, that's what they call it, Aridaw or Erwindaw, South Carolina. Um, he's also an auto mechanic, and in his spare time, he fixes up used, unwanted cars and he donates them to those in need through his um charity. Middle Tons Village to Village Foundation. Okay, so if you're in the South Carolina area and you know someone who's in need of a vehicle, make sure you reach out to Middleton's Village to Village Foundation. Okay, um, he got the idea in 2019. He said while hosting a food drive, he noticed several people were walking miles to get a plate, but arrived too late. While people with cars showed up in time to receive theirs, and that's when he decided to start fixing up the cars. And so far, he's given out 30 cars. Um, he does it through Middleton Village to Village Foundation. So if you're in the South Carolina area, you know someone who's in need of a vehicle, please reach out to the foundation and follow you know, the directions or whatever he gives. So shout out to you. Uh, we love you, brother. Keep it going. Keep building up the community. We appreciate it, okay? All right. So... Now, we got some other stuff we're going to talk about today. Yeah, we're we, 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 we getting in there. We're we getting in there today because it, it's time. It's time for us to, you know, to shine this light. And the young, it was a, um, it's a young lady who was up for this job at UNC. I don't know if you all have heard about it yet. And um, which I thought was super awesome. And she actually ended up turning the job down and decided that she was going to take a job, you guessed it, at an HBCU at Howard U. So I'm going to try to pull it up and see if I can, if, I don't think I have any audio on it. But it was Nicole Hannah-Jones. Um, the move followed the receipt uh, controversy at the University of North Carolina on Chapel Hill, where Hannah-Jones was initially denied by the Board of Trustees. Okay? So... Here's her story. Uh, Pulitzer Prize winner. Now, let me tell y'all something about this lady. In case you don't know, let me let me give you a little tidbit, a little uh, and a, a beautiful fact about her. And it's Nicole N I K O L E Hannah H A N N A H hyphen Jones. Okay, she wrote. Um, she did this book, this piece called Sixteen Nineteen. Okay, and you already know we've discussed 1619 over here. We're gonna always discuss it. It's the, the year of the diaspora when they snatched us from Africa, from you know the western regions and the eastern regions, and they brought us and dropped, dropped us on different ports. Okay, so she wrote a piece on it and she actually won a Pulitzer um prize, which is the top prize for a journalist. Okay, that Nobel Peace Prize, things like that, it's in that, that whole category. 
And um, she was originally denied by the Board of Trustees to even have a job there. And I think it was because of the piece that she wrote called 1619. Okay. So Pulitzer Prize winning journalist Nicole Hannah-Jones has announced that she declined the University of North Carolina offer of a tenure and a teaching position with the school and had instead accepted a faculty role at Howard University. She made the announcement on CBS This Morning with Gail King on Tuesday, which is today, Hannah Jones and um, Tanishi Coates will take on faculty roles at Howard University, the school announced, while also founding a brand new center for journalism and democracy. I say once again that the revolution will not be televised, it will be digitized. It will be on your local, on your wide, your worldwide web, on your social media. Yes, it will. It's already there. The revolution has arrived, people. It has arrived. We are learning. You don't want us, we don't want your ass either. I just get back over here with my peeps and we'll just we'll just build it up like that. That's what's happening right now. And what's what the what you know, and I want to get more in depth with it when I have um my co-host back on here with me. I want to get more in depth on this this thing about the curriculums that they want to change. You want to change history because you don't want people to you, you get tired of hearing about yourself, about about all of the disparity you caused, the rape, the killing, the the every the disparity, the poverty, the the ruining of families, the destroying of of human beings. Is that what it is? We know that's what it is, baby. But it's okay. So I say kudos to you, um, Nicole. They ain't want you at first, you know. Back then they didn't want me. Now hot, they all on me. <laughs> They had the Mike Jones effect there. They was on their Mike Jones. But we on our Mike Jones. She's on her Mike Jones right now. She's on her on her Rachel um Jones, baby. She on her Nicole Jones. Back then they didn't want me. Now hot they all on me. Huh? <laughs> so shout out to you, Nicole. Shout out to um, you know, to great things happening at Howard University. You know, I don't know how long Felicia Rashad's gonna be there because they're saying that. They're starting to put the squeeze on Howard University more and more every day. And uh, Bill Cosby, of course, have decided he's going to speak out and um, he's going to speak out in, 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 in honor of Felicia Rashad and in her, in her, um, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to pull it up while I'm talking to y'all so I can make sure I can go right into it. But in her defense for defending him, because he's saying basically, you know, she said the truth that a right has been, you know, a wrong has been righted and, you know, and and that he didn't do anything wrong. Okay. So you guys know this has been going on forever, ever, 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 ever since he got out. And now he's contemplating suing. As y'all know, uh, we broke it down last week, I think, on two videos on the YouTube. So if you didn't get a chance, please check out the YouTube channel, H-O-T. DJOHNS and check that out where we broke down the whole entire thing um, with him, 
with um Judge Brown and Mark, Mark you know Mark Lamont going at it. I mean Mark Lamont Hill, and then you had Felicia Rashad, and she was going back and forth with how are you and how are you having to come out and and release statements, and then now she had to go into um sexual assault um classes so she can learn about you know the effects of sexual assault on victims and all of this which i'm sure dean rashad is very aware of that very aware but you know um judge brown said what he meant and he meant what he said and to be honest i kind of agree with judge brown well anyway Notori um, came forward. If y'all don't know Notori from when she was with 3LW, you probably know her from Power. For those of you who watch Power, I don't watch it. But I love Notori Norton. I know I've watched a lot of her movies and stuff that she's in. I love her. I watched, you know, I was a fan of hers in 3LW. She was the the, the um, pretty dark-skinned girl in 3LW. I'm getting married. There's all your different promises, promises. Y'all ain't never together yet. Different numbers and numbers. Okay, that was... Keely part. Keely is in the Encore. Now, for those of you who's watching the show, the Encore, with all of these retired girl group um, members that they're putting in this house, and they want them all to come together and make this um, EP or whatever, five songs, okay? So that's Keely, all right? She's the one that was accused of throwing the two-piece in the biscuit at Notori's head when they got into an uh, uh, altercation, and it was something going on. And she threw the two piece in the biscuit at Notori, and Notori took the high road and drove on and been driving on ever since and, and, and winning. Okay. So Notori said, Why are black people so quick to cancel each other? We are allowed to have different opinions, and it doesn't make you anti anything. At Felicia Rashad, I stand with you. Okay. So that's all she said. That's all Notori said. She basically said, you know, I rep for you. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna ride with you. So here go Keely. Gotta insert her ass into something as soon as she feel like it's a good time because you know, watching her on encore, she's on there. Everybody's supposed to be on here to, to start this group. You probably be a creative director. You talking about you don't want to be in the group or whatever, but you jump in the booth every chance you get. Then when somebody um, when it's time for you to create creative direct, you don't create or direct. You don't do shit, but sit around with a wine glass in your hand and talking shit about Aubrey and everybody else, but you're not doing anything. But I digress. We'll be talking about that on a, a separate thing. We talk about the little, my little um, guilty pleasures, my little shows. So Keely comes out and she's been denying this throwing chicken at this girl forever. Oh, they lie on me. They always picked on me. They made me sing a song with a lisp. All this crazy shit, okay? So now she comes out. And she picks this as she takes this as an opportunity to go at Naturi. So Keely is not here for Naturi, not in support of Felicia Rashad. And she may have confirmed an old rumor while calling out her um, former um, band, bandmate. In response to the backlash against Felicia Rashad, Naturi Norton showed her support for the star on her Instagram story, okay? And then once Keely Williams. The former 3LW groupmate caught wind of Naturi Norton's statement. She spoke up. Early yesterday morning, Keely Williams tweeted, Oh my fucking God. Somebody bring me a two-piece. She taking crazy again. But she meant to say talking crazy again. But she obviously had a, 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 mis a mistype. Keely Williams appeared to be referring to rumors that she threw a plate of KFC at Naturi Norton back in their 3LW days while Naturi 
was um, on TV once, uncensored. Love that show. You guys got to watch it. She claimed there was some there was some names called, some profanities thrown, and then she turned around, Keely, and threw a plate of food, mashed potatoes, chicken, and whatever she um, had in there in my face. I got out of the car, and I was just like, I'm going home. I was not given a gift to see, to deal with this. Real talk. This is not what I'm supposed to be doing. If you all don't see me, then you all don't appreciate me. Someone else will. They drove off with their driver and left me in the parking lot in Atlanta, Georgia. So while Keely Williams previously denied the allegation, she appears to have confirmed it with this validity or at least poked fun at the rumor. After Keely's comment, the Tory then tweeted, finally, she tells the truth. Ha ha. Worrying about me. You done told on yourself. Hashtag grab me a biscuit. Why you at it? Why you at it, boo? Hashtag lie for years. However, Keely Williams issued a following tweet to clarify she was allegedly making fun about the chicken throwing reference. Additionally, she proceeded to call Naturi Norton out of her complicity in rape culture. She tweeted, how you mad when I make the same joke y'all been making about me for years? I didn't make it a joke. You did. Learn to laugh at yourself, people. I promise it makes life better. Okay? So she basically jumped her ass in to try to come at Notori. She took that as an opportunity to take a dig at Notori because she's still mad after she threw that chicken in my face on that damn girl and left her in the parking lot. And that girl is still damn winning. She's on power. She's on different moves. She's on another damn TV show coming up. I think she got a little man right now. She's doing the damn thing. She's living life. And I just say, you know, I agree with Notori. At this point, I need everybody to realize you're going to have your own opinion. You're not going to always have someone to agree with you. Sometimes everybody agrees with you. Sometimes no one agrees with you. Sometimes you have that one person that say, I ride with you. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. But I'm with you on that. I see where you're going with that. You're going to have that in life, okay? And we need to realize that. Now, I will say this in this culture, what has happened. You're not allowed to be, you're not allowed to be unapologetically truthful. You're not allowed to tell people what it is because once you do, you're hurting their feelings. Oh, you could have had a better way. Well, it's not what you say, it's how you say it and all this dumb shit. No, the simple fact is people need to realize it is what it is. Okay? Handle the damn truth. Go on with life. It's okay. It's okay. You'll be right one day and you can't be right every day. Hell, I can't be right every day. My opinion is my opinion. It has nothing to do with fact, fiction. It's my opinion, how I feel about a certain situation. So that being said, I I, I, I love Naturi. I love the way she handled it. You know, just basically called out how she snitched on her damn self. Because for years, you got saying, oh, she's crazy. I don't know where she got that from. Nobody, why would I throw chicken? Where would I even get chicken to throw at her and all this dumb shit? Okay, gaslighting. That's another thing that has become so popular to gaslight. Those of you who don't know what gaslighting is, basically talk so much shit about what the person said till everybody's doubting what the person said. You feel me? Oh, well, now you right. That don't make sense. Oh, you know what? She probably is crazy. Now she she crazy and deranged. That's because of all you done said about the foolishness. Okay, so let's 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 stop it. Let's go back to normalizing. Let's go back to normalizing, telling the truth, 
and you know, and people normalizing, it might you might feel that sting in your chest. When you feel that sting in your chest, that's when you know it's gonna hit something. When the pastor used to tell you something and wasn't tiptoeing around your lifestyle and all this stuff that he know that what you're doing is gonna put you straight in hell with gasoline draws on, but now they tiptoeing around you because he wants you to drop that big donation in the plate and he wants you to come around when they come out a second, third time for that donation, and then twice on on um on, on um a pastor appreciation day. And, and and three times or four times on, on, on um revival week. So now they tiptoe through the damn tulip so they can make sure that you're giving them the flow for all of those funds. Let's normalize going back to the one that when you did go in church, you got you felt convicted. When he talks and you know he talking to you, it felt like he was stepping all on your toes. You were crying. You were limping going up there trying to put that money in there and, and falling on the altar and, and, and begging for forgiveness because you knew exactly who he was talking to. He talking to you. Let's go back to that, please. We need that because all this political correctness, all of this sweeping on the rug, all of this putting the sugar on the, in the um honey on it is not going to change it because once you let the sugar off, it's still going to get that bitter bitch that's underneath. Hello? Hello, somebody. Can we talk about it? Can we talk about it? Let's talk about it Tuesday. So let's normalize that. Let's normalize letting people have their own opinion. You're going to always have someone. You had mass murders where their mother went to, to, to glory, professing their child's um, innocence. Knowing good and damn well. You had Charles Manson family that was his grandson and all them that were begging and for, begging for forgiveness was trying to get him out of jail after he led those people up there to on Hollywood Hills to kill them all the people including the pray a lady that was eight months pregnant. You're going to have people that's gonna support people because that's what they do. Love covers. Didn't I tell y'all that? Love covers and love give you the pop pop. Over here we know that we will cover you. I love you. I will cover you, but I will also give you as a pop pop when you need it. That's the, the one that does that. That's the way you need to keep around you. The one that's just saying, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. And see you about to jump over, off a ledge and see you about to do some crazy shit and that's gonna, that you're never going to be able to come back from. But they still send them their name saying, you know what, bitch, you crazy. Don't do that. You won't be able to come back from that. And they don't do that. Get rid of them. Because they're only in for it for something that has to do with them. They're not in for it for your sake or for everyone's sake or for the sake of everyone involved. It's only for what that can be done for them. Remember Hotty Johns told you. Remember Auntie Kiwi told you. Just remember that. <laughs> okay. So, um, I don't know if you guys uh, noticed or not. But you know, with, Shika with Shikari, it's been a lot of back and forth. And I told y'all, I felt like they shouldn't go. They don't want us over there anyway. Let's not go. Okay? And um, Steven Jackson has stepped up. And he has basically said the same thing. Steven Jackson was like, look here. They don't want us over there anyway. Why bother to go over there? You don't need to go over there. What's the big deal? Okay? And I want to say something too. I messed up the other day when we did our happy birthday to Sweetie. I was talking about how she had gotten the Lambo truck. I have to correct that. It was actually a Rolls Royce truck. So shout out to you again, Sweetie. Okay. Shout out to you again. Hope you're having and you're still enjoying your birthday, y'all. You know how we do. We celebrate our birthday the whole month. So I hope that's what you're doing. Okay. Happy birthday. Your birthday was just last week. 
So yeah, she got herself a Rolls Royce truck and ain't worried about that little tight ass um Bentley that they was hiding out from that rental car company any damn way allegedly from <laughs> that he called himself had no repo. Boy, bye. Bye. You ain't repo. You had to take that shit back because that lease was up. And um y'all wasn't gonna be together more so than one since you trying to keep it and renew it when you already had one of y'all. Okay. So that being said, um, I'm trying to find Stevens um and, and listen to what Steven had to say real quick. How to feed their family, how to provide for their family, or the goals they want to achieve in life. But why even want to represent a country that don't love you? That's the question I asked. They give gay people reparations, Asians reparations. We've been held behind over 500, 600 years. They, they can't even take the, the lynching act out. The George Floyd Policing Bill, they're ignoring that. So why do you even want to represent a country that's been showing you for years that they hate you, that they don't love you? Think about that. If y'all want to support Shikari, if they don't let her run, everybody boycott the Olympics and see what the Olympics would be like without us. That's the question we need to ask. Why are we even a part of the Olympics representing a country that don't love us? Ask yourself that. Ask yourself that. Why do you want to go represent a country that don't want you? Look how they did Jesse when he went over there back in the day. Look how they did him. And when he came back, had him racing damn horses. Look how they did him. When we did have those guys that stood up there and put their fists up with the black, with the black glove on, they tried, they tried to strip them of their rewards. Why do we continue to try to make ourselves fit somewhere where they don't want to fit? If they, if we are the circle and they the square, I mean, if we the square and they a circle, why are we trying to put our square peg into that damn circle? It don't fit. That I know we too legit to quit. We're not saying to quit. We're saying to boycott unless they don't let Shikari run. It's simple. And I'm going to put up on my page, if you guys want to check the Facebook page later on, I'm going to put on there the, um, let me say, the guidelines. It's probably a better word for it, but the guidelines of marijuana in your system, of how much you smoke and how long, if you smoke for that amount of time, how long you can expect it to stay in your system, okay? I'm going to post that on the Hot D. John's Experience Facebook page for those of you who want to check that out. Go to the page, like the page, and check that out. Okay, and you'll see what I was telling you guys and explaining to you on last week. But I say kudos to Steven um, Jackson. You know, Steven Jackson was very close to George um, George Floyd. They were like brothers. They even favored each other, grew up together and everything. And he really helped them to get that started. And one thing about it, he didn't, you know, chase everything down. Every time he turned around, he did his part, and he stood back and let the family go ahead and finish handling it. So... And one thing about Steven Jackson, he's going to keep it 1,000. And that's one thing I love about him. And one thing about Steven Jackson, he was a retired NBA player. He will sit on his podcast and burn, burn, baby, burn. He will roll up so many damn spits while he on there talking on that damn podcast, okay? So he definitely knows what time it is when it comes to that, all right? So um, this last story I was going to do, but... um. I'll just do a quick thing because I, I want to go over something before we, we finish up for the day. Uh, this gentleman, I'll, and I'm using that term loosely, let me just say this bastard that was in New Jersey that um, had attacked his neighbor. Uh, I would like everyone to know he has been arrested. Edward Cagney um, is, has been arrested and he's been charged with several charges. 
He's the guy that started the, the racial rant against his neighbor, was running all up, taking his big belly ass, running all up in the man's face, telling him this is not Africa and to go back and all this. We want to go back. Let us go back. You know what? They need to, you know, I'm so sick and tired of saying this shit. When you, the next one that tell them, say, please, by all means, tell your government to give us, give me and my people all one-way tickets and we will gladly go back home and y'all do this shit. Everything that we do over here, now you can do it. Have your country and leave us alone. Let us go build a pile. And then we can kick the um Chinese out that's trying to take over um over over Africa, the last clean place. They don't have all this other shit going on. They trying to take it all over and gentrify. I'm just letting y'all know. It's getting real in the field, and I'm not playing. You dig? I'm not playing. I'm not playing the radio. I'm, we, and y'all gonna be listening to it right along with we ain't gonna be playing the radio. We gonna be listening to it. So just to let y'all know, let's hear what this bastard was saying. Edward Taggy Matthews. You over here, this you over here, both have videotape of you putting your hands on me. Matthews now faces harassment and bias intimidation charges connected to the dispute that, according to neighbors, stem from months explosive interaction between neighbors caught on video back on July 2nd is now part of a police investigation. According to police, the man in the video in the green shirt is 45-year-old Edward Cagney Matthews. Matthews now faces harassment and bias intimidation charges connected to the dispute that, according to neighbors, stem from months Explosive interaction between neighbors caught on video back on July 2nd is now part of a police investigation. Okay, so he was arrested. He was taken in for several different um charges for harassment um and for a couple of other things they got him for. I think it was antagonizing his um neighbor and things of that nature. And he had the nerve to give his address out and say, come holler at me. No, if you don't like it, bring your ass and come holler at me. So he ended up having a bunch of people protesting in front of his damn house. The police came and he was ushered out of handcuffs. Okay. So they hollered at a player and his ass got taken out into the streets. So Edward Cagney, don't um, you know, don't drop the soap, or better yet, drop the soap. And I hope Dexter and D Block likes white meat. There we go. And we're gonna leave it at that. Okay. Now, um, <laughs> before we go, guys, I want to recognize something. Today is the anniversary of Philandro Castile's death. If you all don't remember who Philandro Castile is, he was the cafeteria supervisor that was pulled over and he was in the car cooperating with the police officers and they shot and killed him. The officers were not charged. They said that he thought he was reaching for something. Um, and today marks the five-year anniversary of his passage. So I would like you all to keep the Castile family in your thoughts and prayers. Um, the city of Falcon Heights, along with uh, Philandro's family, will be hosting a Restoration Day and a Unity Day in his honor. Okay, The day was uh, officially adopted by the city in 2018. So if you are in the area where uh, Philando Castile was today and tomorrow is Unity Day for them at the City Hall, they're going to be doing a barbecue and everything at uh, Falcon Heights. Um, make sure that you are there to support the family 
and let's just keep it, the Castile family listening in prayer and let's keep our foot on the gas when it comes to getting justice for Philandro Castile, for Eric Garner, for Breonna Taylor. Let's keep our foot on the gas. Let's make sure that in this coming election, that we make our voices heard and we turn everything in the way we need to turn it. And that goes for the senators, your mayors, your governors, your your councilmen, every little election that is coming up is this um year into next year are the elections that you need because they are the ones who ultimately make the laws not the president not the vice president the senators the commissioners the governors the mayors we need to make sure we are voting during this election cycle if we don't do we are through they're already changing the voting the voting laws to mimic and um they'll probably rival the jim crow laws they're making it harder for you to identify yourself so instead so they're going to make you if you don't have your voter registration card you know a lot of us might miss places so they have started letting you use your license you have some places they're not going to let you do that and if you do bring your license you got to bring your license your blood type your name you know i might be over exaggerating but you get with my drift so let's make sure that we are paying attention because it's going to be starting as of August this year. The, the elections are going to start. And I will be talking and reminding everyone here on the podcast because it's serious. It is time. Okay. So this has been a great talk about it Tuesday, guys. I love it. I'm, yeah, I know y'all hear my energy. I know y'all hear my energy. I'm feeling it. I'm getting ready to go watch this uh, good old NBA finals. Okay and um cheer on cp3 all right for those of you um listening thank you thank you thank you so much again i really appreciate all your help this is the hot d john's experience you know before the end of every um episode i always tell you guys a, a word and today the word is simple um your 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 every cell in your body hears your thoughts every cell in your body hears your thoughts so think positively your life depends on it Okay, this is your girl Hot D Johns. Follow me on IG and Twitter at H O T D J O H N S as well as YouTube H D H O T D J O H N S. This is a Hot D Johns experience. I love experiencing with you. Make sure that you keep God first, okay, and handle your business before your business handles you. Talk to you tomorrow, guys, and I'll check you on YouTube. Peace.